Yeah, peace. I love peace. I'd be out of a job with peace. Do we know each other? Reality. Reality. It's changeable. Where you want to be? That's the question, isn't it? Every universe is different. Each one unique. Slow down a little bit. There's a few people in the room that don't understand. Not me, I, I get it. Who are you? The name's Captain Carter. Scheisse! I am the Watcher. I observe all that transpires here. But I do not, cannot, will not interfere. I guess I have to freestyle then. Hey! We have you out of bird. A ravager never flies solo. I said never flies solo. Uh, is that some kind of catchphrase? You had me worried for a second. Journey to face the unknown and ponder the question. What if? Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast without a cool acronym the podcast where we review disney television animation shows well this is from marvel studios but you know what it's it's still okay whatever anyways i'm your host chandler roche and joining me on the podcast today via zoom we have scott sandler you're lucky to be in the room christian tomas hello and micah hirsch hi i'm here too <laughs> <laughs> well actually with what scott said he should have gone last <laughs> um so we are here to talk about the first episode that just dropped of the highly anticipated marvel what if series a show that according to that one twitter account is really good even though it's not live action it's absolutely worth watching even though it's not live action i'm like and and you know they're the same people who got over like x-men the animated series and oh probably Probably. Well, yeah. if they're listening, I'm going to give them a message. They can't see that, Michael. This is a podcast. I know. That's the whole point. They can't <laughs> see it, so they can't complain about it because they didn't see what I did. You, you didn't see it. You never saw it coming. Um, so, of course, um, the whole premise of this show is that it is set with the Watcher kind of being the 
the framing device and not really the narrator through most of it, just like, you know, kind of the beginning. The bits and pieces. The, it's kind of like the, the beginning and end. Remember those Futurama episodes? <laughs> the anthology of interest? Yeah. Oh, it reminds me of those, even though uh, this story, this idea came before that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so basically, it's um, taking a look at, and it's funny because they kind of started doing this with Loki, where it's like, well, you did something different, and that set off a whole new branch of a timeline. And this this series just breaks that wide open, and it's like, yeah, this is all these universes that are created by a single choice really a, a single choice can branch off into a whole new reality uh, and so this first episode is um what would have happened if um peggy carter captain had carter was the first avenger the first avenger yeah um, and basically how that goes down is um she asks to be well she doesn't ask but she says she'd rather stay in the room than go up into the booth and my only regret my only regret doing this the way that i ended up doing it is i didn't actually have time to watch captain america before um recording but basically it sets off a different chain of events to where um steve gets injured um he gets shot uh, after the explosion, I'm that didn't die. Yeah, and and both um, Erskine and uh, Colonel Phillips, who was the Tommy Lee Jones character, are both killed in in this the universe. Couple. Yeah, right. And so um, Peggy ends up becoming, um, well, she eventually takes the name Captain Carter. She runs into the machine. Um, which while which time is probably indicates that they're going to the, they're still leaving the door open for the genuine Captain Britain, which is a whole different set of powers and circumstances. That makes yeah. sense because Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's not it's not a super soldier. Yeah. Okay. She she jumps in the machine and she gets the serum, and then she basically becomes the first Avenger, which is yeah, the title. It of the and it's it's freaking. It kind awesome. of reminds me of when, uh, Ezri Dax in uh, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. It was it was all off screen, but there was an emergency that uh, Dax's symbiote um, didn't have anyone and needed to be transplanted in order to in order to survive and they ended up finding Ezri and she ended up taking the symbiont and it it wasn't quite a it, it should have been you situation but it it was an emergency power transfer right yeah yeah and of course um whoever the superior is I forget what his name was but the superior Sexist guy yeah, he's so, not happy. He's very sexist and blatantly so. No, this that was no, it was Flynn who was a sexist and Phillips who was Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I keep forgetting Tommy Lee Jones was in uh, Captain America. That's yeah, he, right. he was. He was the guy with the forehead. I keep forgetting that because it's like there's so I mean, many other high-profile actors that have done Marvel movies since. Was it Tommy Lee like, Jones, yeah. the guy with the with mm-hmm. the forehead and the eyebrows? Tommy Lee Jones in a Marvel movie. That's in, right. In Captain America. You guys know what the Legends episodes are on Disney Plus? Like the Marvel Legends things, it like recaps the characters right before the What If thing drops. So there's a Ravagers or, or one. Or relevant series, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what I'm there, saying is, so sorry. There, there's a Ravagers one out right now because the next episode is going to be T'Challa as Star Lord. So I'd recommend watching oh. that if you're interested. And honestly, it's the best out of all the Legends episodes, in my opinion. The thing with Tommy Lee Jones, always. I mean, know that what, what could it have included besides the two Guardians movies? Oh yeah, no, that's it. But they just they just made it seem like they, the way they edited it just uh, it was very well done. But I'm excited for that next episode. Um, what we were kind of uh, what we were kind of um, talking about would be uh, because I said I wanted to do um, an episode on what if, of course, and I put that in the, at the end of the last podcast. <laughs> um, I put that at the end of the last podcast before the episodes that actually come out. And I, but for whatever reason, I was kind of thinking that they dropped two, sort of like they did for WandaVision, but they didn't do that. But I'm like, well, we can just talk about the one and then, I don't know, I might come back and have us do a recap of the whole season later. I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe, I mean you probably assumed it because while the previous, the, while the two series in between only dropped one episode, it was still... 40 something minutes of content so yeah so i want to talk really quick about the the animation in this it's it's so good oh my yeah. god <laughs> it's different to anything i've ever seen in terms yeah, of yeah i've never so. seen anything like it it looks uh and there's other there's other things that have done this and spider verse is the the one that comes most to mind um where it really yeah. makes it look like a comic that, book in motion. that's a good comparison yeah but but this is different from spider verse um partially because it's not 3d animated it's 2d but it's so just detailed i thought it was vibrant and colorful i thought it was it was 3d animated and they like put stuff over it to make it look 2d because it still looked like it might be the motion looked it looked kind of like one of the one of the star wars shows or something but it's it's definitely a combination of the two you know what actually i could could see these uh resistance comparisons actually See, you know, they, they took they took that two and a half D technology from Runaway Railway. The other show that actually comes to mind that I can think of that it kind of looks similar to, because I know that they did this where they animated it in three D and then and then stylized it in two D was um, Tron Uprising. Yeah, I know I we're gonna to have to cover that. at some point because uh, um, Deagle will make me. Um, I it, need to watch that show. It looks yeah. So good. It, it was similar to that. I haven't watched either of those shows to be honest, but I have seen ads and it did remind me of that style. But yeah, you know, done up to look more like a comic book painting, concept art type. Like the thing. best looking comic book page you got, like full color, um, the good ink, shiny, glossy. It looks. It looks. I don't think there's any way they could have had it be as uh you know specifically painted like detailed like a comic page if it was done in traditional um actual traditional animation without any you know right but it still obviously feels right at home with the rest of the mcu which i think is great it's a nice 
it's a nice balance between the two. It's not cartoony. It's just right. Anime. No, it's all realistic proportions. It's all it's all very well done. the The most outlandish thing about this that um, I mean, I, I think we probably would see in a later Marvel movie, but maybe not. Um, going back to uh, Captain America, we'll get to that. But there's one element of this that's like. Yeah, there's a reason why this show is animated. <laughs> um, of course, mm-hmm. if you want, if they ever want to bring in a cartoony character into the MCU, they could bring in like, well, they could bring in Spider Ham, Spider Ham, bring in, or they could bring in like, there's a character called Slapstick that's just basically a human that got turned into a cartoon or something. Okay, so I know that the mask is not a um, a Marvel character. But yeah, has the mask crossed over with Marvel ever? I don't know, but that would be difficult to happen in a movie or anything because Disney and Warner Brothers. Yeah. They have to. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Marvel and DC have crossed over in the comics, but that's another oh, yeah. thing. Um, so it's certainly a possibility that they've crossed over in the past, but like there is a Marvel character that's like someone's molecules got turned into a cartoon or something. I'm wondering if you know, gonna, like like happens sometimes. If they're ever gonna try to bring that character in some form into the MCU. That's um, kind of that's kind of like yeah. I went to go get an MRI, and uh, now I, I whenever I walk somewhere, people just burst out into musical numbers, but only I can see them. Yeah, that's a fun show. Although I'm not terribly caught up on it, but th- that's a fun show. Um, so going into the the rest of the actual episode, one thing that's really fun is that. So obviously you've got everyone um everyone being like what well, you can't hurt me you're a girl which is which makes it even more satisfying when um when, when peggy kicks their ass mm-hmm. you can't hurt me you're a girl um have you ever seen a girl with like a pickaxe or a knife or <laughs> well, even... not, not only that but like she's fucking built like honestly yeah yeah, I'm. I know. I'm just saying, that's very specific. Like, a girl can hit you by herself. Well, you always one, it, like. I don't know. It's Nazi weird. Guy. What I'm trying to say is to say a girl can't hit you and just say that it's not just sexist, but it's also illogical. <laughs> just, yeah, it just doesn't make it. Well, sexism is illogical, so there we go. Yeah. Um. But. And- uh, and yeah, it also like doesn't make Nazi guy that's like, well, they send a fragile foreign It's like, dude, are you looking at her? But she and, has the long hair, so clearly. And because all the men are fragile or something, I don't know. <laughs> and because all the men have their macho and tough facades, they 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 push aside emotions, so they don't even factor in emotional abuse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, of course, it, it, what's really fun about this is that the events of the the, the movie sort of play out um, like they did with the you know the there's the the operation on the train, um, the castle, the red school, the beginning of the film. Yeah. Which actually ends up becoming the the, the scene of the now, final did, showdown. Did them getting the Tesseract happen actually happen later, or did they 
um, or did they just place the um, following Red Skull action starting point? I think they placed it, it just. I, I think they placed it towards the middle of the episode so they could only focus on the Peggy Carter storyline and then introduce the test track so it wouldn't be too, too much. If that makes yeah. sense. I mean, at this point, if you're watching a Marvel thing and you don't know what the Tesseract is, literally what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the other fun thing is that when that, um, because they actually get the... Well, actually, did they get the Tesseract? Did, did, did they ever actually have the Tesseract? Nope. Yeah. In the movie? Wait, they did? Um, Wait, are you talking about S.H.I.E.L.D.? Well, not S.H.I.E.L.D., but like the... The, the army, did they actually have the Tesseract? Like, a, did, did Stark ever no, have I don't Tesseract think so. in the movie? I don't think Star, he did. Howard Stark did not, no. Okay, because in in this, um, he does get, get a hold of the Tesseract, and that allows him to make uh, an Iron Man suit for Steve. Steve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The proto-Iron Man practically a rocketeer so yeah <laughs> so steve shows up in a freaking hydra stomper and it's the coolest shit ever and you know it's, it's funny because oh. it's like see see now the misogynists really don't have an argument against having um having Pe- peggy be um captain carter in this because it's like steve still gets to do something it's not like steve's just sidelined yeah I thought Steve's story was more engaging, honestly, just because I like <laughs> Iron Man and stuff. But then again, what they did with Peggy was like really good. So I, I think what they did with her was fantastic. I think I think the well, whole epic. I was so of course the epic. core of the whole thing is still their relationship, which is mm-hmm. wonderful, yeah. and we love yeah, it. I mean, they basically just switched roles, pretty much. Yeah. This is the second thing I've watched this week that involved a villain character that was trying to control a space alien that resembled a sea creature and it ended up tearing him apart. Um, That was interesting. What was the first one? Suicide. The Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. I'm seeing it tomorrow. Spoilers. There's a sea creature-like alien in it. Well, well, I knew that from the trailer. I knew it was fucking tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, seeing um, seeing the tentacle creature right at pretty much um within a week of star was definitely a an interesting contrast yeah uh, my main exposure to Starro is from the uh the robot chicken dc um stuff so it's like i, I just know that one where where star shows up and just absolutely murders everyone there was a ride uh in australia I've never been on it because I've never been to Australia, but I keep up to date on theme park things around the world that interest me based on the Justice League. And I think you had to fight Starro in it or something. Oh. Probably a Warner Brothers movie world. Yeah, it's a Warner Brothers movie world. I can't wait to see them build a ride where you're just. I I honestly forget where I saw Starro. I mean, I don't quite remember if if Starro was in the Justice League animated series or. But I don't know. I'm sure I've Not seen him outside of the comic somewhere. Or somewhere else, really. They think it's right. Eyes 
and he comes off the people or something and the people are okay or something, which is not the case in the movie. <laughs> Emma, be quiet, please. So like I mentioned, um, after rescuing um, Bucky from capture, um, Steve shows up in the Hydra Stomper. Um, and of course you got the bit where Everyone's like, wow, you know, wow, she she fights really good. The one guy, the one guy is like, since when do dames fight like that? Since now, mm-hmm. understood. And also, apparently, they took the rest of the Howling Commandos with them. Yeah, since the whole thing was busted anyway. Um, uh, yeah, they uh, they go and uh, try to um. They, they go and try to attack the Hydra train, but it's rigged to explode, and um, Steve is the one that goes to check it out in the in the suit, and um, it explodes, and he's presumed dead. But of course, that would be interesting to just have him, you know, go missing and not show up again within the, the plot line. It wouldn't of... be interesting if they fridged Steve. Um... And, uh, Peggy also averts the uh, the creation of the Winter Soldier. Yeah, lo- yeah. that's my favorite. That's my favorite line in the whole episode. You almost ripped my arm off. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was a fun or... that was a fun winking line at the camera. Mm-hmm. This is just me, or did Sebastian Stan's delivery didn't seem great? Like it felt a little. Which, which means. Uh, in this timeline, they probably did get the Serpent Society. <laughs> Unless they're saving it for when for Captain America Four, but yeah, they, they uh, probably happened a lot sooner. In the because I, I never win- know what they're gonna do from the comics, especially since I don't actually read comics. Well, <laughs> did you know they that- they teased Serpent Society as a um, as a smokescreen for Civil War? If you remember, uh, okay. in you... in the presentation, they started with announcing Captain America Serpent Society, and then at the end of the presentation, the smoke, the they world. basically cleared the smoke and revealed Civil War. Just like, um, so this isn't the first time that uh, a Watcher or the Watchers have showed up in the MCU. Um, there was a brief uh, appearance of them in, I believe, Guardian of the Galaxy 2, where they were with Stanley. And yep. Stanley was in a spacesuit um, hanging out with them or something. Yeah. Yeah, he was telling about all the stories of his cameos and. Oh, yeah. Stan. <laughs> oh, man. I miss him. <laughs> Feels weird with no no more cameos of him in yeah. the shows. <laughs> if he okay, if he was still alive, would we get a Stanley cameo in every episode or one for show in general? I don't know. <laughs> that, that's the question. I don't know. You know, it, it seems like one per episode would well, be asking we, a lot we, of him. <laughs> we didn't get Stanley cameos in every episode. I mean, of course, it's probably a little easier to do both in animation and for nine episode seasons. I mean, they could put it. They could put a cameo Stanley right. in it now, because of it's, course, it's animated. Um, just by having lines. Yeah, that's true. I I think, um, 
Well, Stan only appeared in one episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and that was way back in season one. So, back when the show was actually, remember when they were originally like, Yeah, this is going to be tied to the movies and they're going to interact, and then they're like, No. Uh, no, I, I think it's still age. Is like Yeah, there, there, there's apparently like a cast listing for Doctor Strange too from like one of the uh, one of the old Marvel shows. I forgot which. I'm so was. confused. Oh, I if, thought James Gunn said none of it mattered. If if Chloe Bennett yeah, dropped her, out her. of Powerpuff for the reasons that we think he did, it's going to be reaffirmed because James Gunn said that. That's not real or something. I don't remember something. No, but he's not, he's not really the authority on it. On it, no. I got into a big argument on Facebook about it. I don't like to talk about it. Um, <laughs> well, ultimately, it the, comes uh, down to whatever Feige says. So about about how canon. I, I actually went into this on another yeah. podcast appearance I had um, when on a podcast called The Last Episode. Uh, where we talked about the first episode of Loki. Canon and canon are subjective and some, something that's made non-canon can easily be made and the, canon again. Uh, and the reason why, even though they showed Loki killing um, Coulson, why they didn't bring up um, that he came back to life, it's like, would 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 you it's want not, your killer? Would you want your killer to know that you're still alive? It's yeah. not relevant, right? Also, but even if it wasn't canon, there's a multiverse. So yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the, I mean, that's the only way the, I could see it. The Disney Parks stuff is separate from the the actual MCU. It's its own you, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's I mean, a I'm park. actually going to get to go to Avengers Campus next month, so that's really theme cool. Theme park uh, universe. As opposed to Star Wars, where it's all the same mm-hmm. universe. Um, well, if, except for the... Well, no, there's uh, the, the Legends canon. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean like the theme parks. I'm talking about in the theme oh, parks, yeah, the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is the same continuity as the movies. Right. So Rise, stuff in the theme Rise of the Resistance is a canon event in the Star Wars universe. Millennium Falcon's Falcon's Run is a canon event in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, and then the Marvel stuff is a separate universe, an alternate universe. It's right. a theme park MCU. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I think it's a, like supposed to take place outside of time or something. So they don't have to yeah. worry about uh, that stuff. The DPEU, the Disney Parks Extended Universe. Yeah. Um, so there's a friggin' Kraken in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the roller coaster at SeaWorld, like the tentacle yeah. monster. No, there's like a giant tentacle monster. And <laughs> it's kind of insane and it rocks. And it, uh, and it, and as I said before, it, it attacks the guy who's trying to control it. Yeah. And I'm I'm just remind um I'm I'm just reminded of the uh, the Love Death and Robots episode, alternate histories where uh, where they use Hitler and and I believe the events got as absurd as being smashed by a kraken. Yeah. 
That's fun. Uh, I used to play bass for Smash and Kraken. Smash and Kraken. Smash and Kraken is my Davy Jones cover band. Yeah. Just just Davy Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Not the rest of them. Oh yeah. And there was there was a whole montage of them beating up uh of Steve and Peggy being teamed up and that was so cool. Yeah. You know, the cool thing about what if is literally just that one thing really did change everything. Cause I, I, I saw a TikTok about this and I'm just going to reiterate it pretty much. It's like, since Peggy became Captain Carter, she saved Bucky from becoming the winter soldier, which, which means Howard Stark never died. And Iron oh, Man. <laughs> yeah. And then that caused like, uh, Obadiah Stane wouldn't be CEO of the company, so then Iron Man wouldn't exist, and then blah blah blah, so on and so on. Like New York would get destroyed in 2012. Like you know, it's you create it's a like, whole other MCU. It, it pretty much. It's that's just crazy. I mean, we. It would be nice to see, um, what the lack of formation of the Guardians in the um, in the Thanos in the 2014 uh, Nexus point, what the, what the lack of formation of the Guardians does. And that's because really what's cool about having a show like there. this, is that they can explore a lot of that. Yeah, like they can do so many seasons with this show if you think about it. And I, and I do think they're gonna somehow connect it all like in the end. Like, cause I, I've seen like a shot of the trailer with like the evil Doctor Strange talking to Peggy. So like, I they're somehow gonna connect it, and Haley Atwell's gonna be in like three or four episodes. So yes. yeah, I don't, I don't see how, I don't see how they can stop at eighteen. Oh yeah, right, no, no, they're no gonna way. keep they're gonna do as many of these as they want. I, I just I just hope they do at least one season a year. Like hopefully, like every summer, if yeah. they can keep that up. Because it it's not like oh we have to um. We have to wait on events of this movie, or yeah, because no, they, they can keep going back, and then that when they when they go back, they can build upon what they've done in the show. So it's like they they, they pretty much they have an endless supply of content. Yeah, right. they they could revisit. Um, they they can revisit Fallout of the the episodes they've already made, and they, they, right. they could do sequel episodes. Yeah, like they could just like they could do a what if of the what if episode of Peggy yeah. Carter. <laughs> yeah, literally. So what if Steve Rogers never became an Iron Man? What Red, if, Red Red Skull would get the test. What record, if? Blah, blah. What if? Uh, I'm trying to think of a character. This is actually a genius idea. I got what if Bruce Banner model. decided to make a sandwich? <laughs> Ant Man <laughs> would be hungry. And how would that affect the universe? Probably the a rat lot. steps on a different button. <laughs> yeah. What if Thanos uh, decided instead of wiping out half the universe, uh, he was going to make a sandwich? I, you, you guys see the episode list, like uh, like or whatever, like all all nine for this I season. Not. Well, it did, but the question is. There's two shots in the trailer that line up. It's pretty much Spider-Man 
as the master of the mystic arts fighting the scarlet witch and i'm wondering like what episode could that even be like the only one i could think of is like i'm just i'll just tell you now the last one's going to be called infinite ultron which which will be the uh, ultron with the infinity stones so i'm yeah. guessing like because that'll be like a big finale maybe we'll see something insane I mean, like, if there's Infinity Stones involved, basically anything can be in play here. Like mm-hmm. here, I'll, I'll try and find the uh, the episode list. Or right. instead of trying to destroy humanity, Ultron just made a sandwich. <laughs> so episode one, what, Captain what Carter. If Thanos, what if Thanos so, decided to just do a bunch of Fortnite dances? Well, then you'd have YouTube. Oh my god. So I know the Space Stone is the Space Stone, but did anyone else get... Uh, uh, Stanford Pines vibes from uh, the open the Space Stone and Peggy going in. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I, it was more an it it was more an accident for Stanford, but especially because um the way that the the, the way that the tentacles of the Kraken came back, it felt like it was just an empty space. Like, it, it was just empty space. Yeah. Kind of like how uh, Bill Cipher's dimension is. I just the Red Skull's whole plan to be like, yeah, I'm going to summon this this champion, and he's going to, he's going to, Rule the world for me. I'm going to summon an elder god. I'm going to summon an elder god. Do my bidding. He's going to do my bidding. It's like, this is like in a fucking sci-fi movie where they're like, hey, we're the U.S. military. We want you to make us unstoppable killing machine. And this fucking mad scientist is like, all right, I'm going to make you a giant shark. And I'm going to say that you can actually control it but it's going to break and it's going to go on a killing rampage and it's going to snatch up a budgie jumper like a friggin' grape. <laughs> or heck, how uh, Shredder and Kr- in the in TMNT Out of the Shadows, Shredder and Krang were in cahoots and then he just, and then when the time was right, he just tossed Shredder aside and did what he wanted. Yeah. Tossed him in the paper shredder and it shredded him up. Well, that's the other thing that that kind of feels like is like, you know, in, in, in like a horror movie where you'll have two killers and then the, the one killer just like shoots the other one. And it's like, yeah, I don't I, I don't want to work with you anymore. Goodbye. Yeah. Or, uh, and, uh, at and, least... and with the uh, with the slice tentacles, it, it, I I went cut my life in two pieces. This is my last resort. And Somewhere there's an alternate universe where uh, that Kraken creature, instead of coming out and destroying everything, uh, it uh, fixed the Titanic. Hooray! <laughs> Fucking tentaculino. I have the episode list right here. The animated um, Titanic movie! <laughs> episode one is going to be Captain Carter. Then T'Challa as Star-Lord. Then the third one is Loki in Earth. The fourth one, Evil Doctor Strange. Fifth one, Party Thor. Six, Killmonger and Tony. Seven, Zombies. Eight, 
Gamora and Tony, and then nine Infinite Ultron. Some of these episodes don't have very creative titles to be honest. Well, no, they, they, they're not like, these aren't the titles. These are just like the main summaries. The premises? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like for, for Captain Carter, it literally just says Captain Carter. <laughs> Captain like it Carter. doesn't it doesn't say like First Adventure or anything like that. So they're going to have better titles. Carter, she's a hero. I love what the if, okay the music in What If like they gave Captain Carter her own theme and I love it. What like, if Iron Man were five hundred feet tall? <laughs> then it'd be the Iron Giant. Ba-dum-tsh. Then he'd have to have a blingy light on top of him. Yeah. 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 Oh no no wait I got a bad one. What if Ultron? We're, we're 500 feet tall. Then he'd have to uh, have a light on top of them. That would yeah. be scary. Because Ultron, Ultron, and he'd say, and then he, uh, he, the military would, would shoot him down and he'd fall and he'd say all he wanted to do was destroy all humans. I just wanted to crash Sokovia into the earth. I was just a robot with a simple dream, and that dream was to destroy all humans. The only way to protect all humans is to destroy all humans. Which, which again, I think that would make a robot's head explode if it came to that conclusion. <laughs> yeah. Does not compute. <laughs> so... Yeah, one other thing about being a super soldier is if you, if you have the super soldier serum, apparently alcohol has like no effect on you. Yeah. So it's basically like being a speedster. I guess. Yeah. Um, it, it was um, I, I watched The Flash and that was um, I, I forget which episode it was, but uh, yeah um Cisco ended up making specialized booze for him so he could actually get get drunk and whatever. And yeah. What if Peter Parker was bit by a radioactive uh, mosquito or something instead of a spider? Well, well what if- there is um, there is a sheep guy or there is one where he was bitten by a sheep. That's interesting sheep man what if peter bit the spider Ooh, and became, that and became man spider instead there, of spider-man one of the one of the episode concepts for what if was uh what if i think it was what if uh, uh he Sp- spider-man turned into a spider but they cut it because it was too gruesome apparently it was the fly it was david cronenberg's the fly but with the spider right <laughs> i i'm not sure i'll try and find it because Man Spider wasn't gruesome. Man Spider was just stupid, and that was what was funny about it. The Spider Ham uh, bit uh, was a spider that bit someone else and became the thing instead of the thing they bit. He bit a pig, and he became a pig from biting the pig. No, he got bit by it. He was a spider that got bit by a pig. Instead of a pig that got bit by a spider. How does a pig bite a spider? Very carefully. I haven't seen this. I I haven't seen this version of Charlotte's Web yet. Um, but that was 
that was Spy Spider Ham's origin story was that instead of being a pig that was bitten by a spider, like you instead would expect, of some pig it's super powered. He's a spider that was bit by a radioactive pig. So if Charlotte's Web was made today, it would be the farmer just posting a bunch of clickbait. <laughs> yeah. You won't believe what the spiders, what the spider web is spelled out. Click through 17 ads to find out. Spider spelled out. Um would would they even need to go to the like would they even need to go to the farm for that? Like they could you could just YouTube it. Like you know how some uh, gimmick accounts are like daily whatever? It daily spider would post. probably passes one my favorite Marvel. Daily superhero. postings of whatever's on the web and Charlotte from Charlotte's Web. And then um what if Black Widow became Spider Man? Then she'd be then she'd be a, a different kind of Black Widow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Char on Charlotte's web, she wrote Red Rum. Red Rum. Because the farmer was uh, killing the animals to sell their meat or something. I don't know. At this point, I just want to see Luis sum up the MCU. I, like, yes! Can, can they just make that an animated series? Like, that needs to happen! Yeah, actually, if you think about it, that would work as an animated series, because then they wouldn't have to film the whole... Because they could just animate it. That would yeah. actually be easier. Animation is hard, man. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Then, like, getting all the actors and, like, oh, like yeah, you know, it the doesn't roles. require... You know, it doesn't require voice work. In place again. Yeah, the yeah. voice... Like, they'd, they'd probably have to, like, cut costs and, like, not get some of the original actors if they want to do it but well, like wait wouldn't wouldn't Luis be the one that oh yeah that it, does it, all the it, voiceover oh yeah you're right i want i want a show where Luis and olaf have to take turns recapping each other's movies <laughs> come on disney plus i know you're listening to this i know you listen to this podcast do it give the people what they want if Disney Plus is listening to this podcast, please bring back Tron Legacy. Thank you. I'm, I'm done. Because they took it off. They're probably going to hear that. Oh, we well, were going Something. to, but this one guy on this podcast said we should. We don't want him to think we stole his idea to bring it back, so now we're not going <laughs> to. Yeah, true. I know for a fact they don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> um. Like I said, I, I'll, I'll always be a sucker for Captain Peggy's relationship, or well, I should say, Steve and Peggy's relationship. They're so sweet. It's just Captain like, Steve and Captain Peggy. Iron Steve, Iron Rogers is actually the name. And Peggy. And Peggy. I, I, in, uh, in in the Heights, there's a, there's a, a moment where uh, um, Nina says, "It's good to see your face." So I'm like, "It's good to see your face." It's good to see your face and Peggy all over the damn place on the doorknob in the pipes now your face is everywhere on all my ass wipes wipe my oh, butt with we... your face <laughs> do, we have, do we have anything else to add to the, the discussion or are we done I think uh, we're done I mean, it was one episode <laughs> I it was it was very fun. It was probably not as fun to listen to us. And again, if I, mean, I had just reviews, watched it now, you're saying I, that it's it's the weakest of the first three. So if this is pretty good, who who said that? Um, a, a few, including Dan Merle. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it, it. Yeah, I'm excited to see. I what probably have more to talk about really if good. I had just so, watched it. Uh, 
now as opposed to yesterday morning but um, wait i know i had a- i wish i had a better way to cover ongoing series on this podcast because like i'll do it i'll do a thing like this where i like go out of my way to cover the first episode of something and then i don't come back to it for like forever so i don't know because don't know because you way. want to touch like all the bases first and it, yeah well that's the thing is and doing like, there's still a bunch of shows i haven't recorded a single episode about and yet here i am doing you know, multiple episodes on Milo Murphy and multiple on Phineas and Ferb and coming back oh, to... A whole month on Pixar. Yeah, Pixar. And an episode on Bluey, like, a week after that. Yeah. And then What If the week after that? Across the same dimension, of course. I want to see a Monsters at Work episode. Not, not that they were in fun episodes, but... Yeah, Monsters, Monsters at Work, I, I would love to do, like, a recap for. I don't know. Um... But I'll figure all of that out, or at least try to, or maybe not. But in the meantime, it's plug time. Yay. All right, so who's going first? Oh my gosh, an episode of this podcast that's not going to end up being an hour long. What are, what are the odds? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, you can find me at Theme Park Horizons on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. I do uh, theme park predictions, speculations, and ideas. So go check it out. And uh, drop a sub if you like the content. Yeah, I'm I'm on Twitter at the Nick Fan Club. My Instagram is scottsandor94. I'm a contributor on what's on Par- at what's on Paramount Plus, which, whose Twitter is at p plus news, and their website is paramountplusnews.blogspot.com. I've made I've made five previous appearances on this podcast, including. The most recent one with where we covered Bluey, and the April Fool's episode where we covered uh, the the um, Fools in April and Neptune Statua, the, the SpongeBob SquarePants episodes. I've also appeared on the Emperor's New Podcast. I'm at about a dozen episodes by this point. Um, I've made a, um, two appearances on Realm of Immersion, which is on Twitter at Realm Immersion. I made an appearance on the last episode which is available on uh, Apple Podcasts at least, where, where I, as I mentioned, I, I covered the first episode of Loki and uh, talked about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and how it's still still part of everything. And I have a scheduled appearance on Because I've Lost Control of My Life, a Rugrats podcast. Their Twitter is lost at Lost Control Pod. They most recently covered the... Uh, the pair of episodes that includes uh, Showdown at Teeter Totter Gulch. And my episode is scheduled to be Family Reunion and Grandpa's Day. They're in the middle of season two, and I got to choose my own episode, choose which episode I come on, and that was the one I chose. There's, and I've, I also will, my, will probably be appearing on Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast, which is on Twitter at Victory Road Pod. And more preliminary discussions with Channel KRT and Muppets Topic. Okay. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Micah Hirsch. Um, that's M-I-C-A-H-H-I-R-S-H. Um, I do you I do cartoons on my YouTube channel, Fireblast Studios. Uh, most recently, I've taken a series I did called the Mo- series my my original series, the Molly and Pippin Show. I've taken the entirety of the first season, which is only five episodes. Um, and put them all in one video so you can just watch that and it's like 15 minutes of content um 
And also I have Podcast United where I animate um, excerpts from various podcasts, including sometimes this one. Um, I also have my own podcast called The Emperor's New Podcast, which is on Twitter is at podcast T-E-N-P and is available on all the podcast places just about um, where I cover just about everything in the Emperor's New Groove franchise and also sometimes interview people. You can follow me on Twitter at Starport97 and at the YouTube channel Starport97. If you like this and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe. I'm on all the usual places, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I'm now available on iHeartRadio and Audible. Leave us a review, give us five stars, and share us with your friends. And be sure to join us next week for a bit of a surprise episode, mainly because of scheduling logistics. I'm not actually quite sure which episode is going to be dropping next week as I'm recording this, but uh, be sure to tune in next week and see what we end up talking about.